Hey, buddy. What's going on? <laughs> uh, every, oh, shit. I forgot your name. <laughs> I forgot your name. Oh, wait. No, it's right here. Konoska Swiftwater. <laughs> Everybody, I'd like for you to meet Konoska, Konoska Swiftwater. Am I saying it right? Yep. <laughs> this is a special guest, and this is the Gunpowder Plot Show, also known as Guy Fox Podcast, and I am John Omerchata, and I fucked that up. It's, it's what I do. My, my listeners have come to... Uh, Come to expect this kind of quality, uh, this kind of podcast. So um, this is a special guest um, that kind of came out of, I don't want to say it came out of nowhere, but um, it came out, of, it just it, it just happened. That's what she said. Um, the other special guest that we have on, or we're going to, I've been trying to get on is um, Grizz. So he's uh, he was one of my first listeners, and so um, I've been trying to get him on, but uh, we haven't been linking up, but we will. But in the meantime, I've got a kick-ass guest in you, sir. How are you doing today, Mr. Swiftwater? Good. <laughs> uh, I'm going to have to come up with a shorter nickname for you. We'll think about Swift, it. Swiftwater works. Swifty? Swift, swiftly. Sure. Wait, what'd you say? So just swift water works. Um, what do you see? This is the the downside of shooting from the hip and uh, not prepping a show because it's just like, oh fuck, man, what? Where all are we gonna go? I was trying to get onto um, Twitter to see what it's uh, twenty trending stuff is because i can i've been kicked off of twitter but uh you can when you're kicked off you can still see like what some people are tweeting and uh what the trending stuff is um but uh how about this since this is an introductory episode you want to tell us some stuff about yourself um I'm do you, prior, do you, want, I'm, you want me to ask you stuff like an interview? Sure, sure. All right. What's your favorite color? Purple. I'm just fucking with you, dude. That ain't gonna be the questions I'm asking, you motherfucker. <laughs> um, but in all seriousness, it is purple. <laughs> I used to like purple, and then I moved on to blue. I became too too cool too calm i should say purple was too spicy for me um what would you call and i think we've we've talked to we've talked a little about uh, a little bit about some of this where do you stand in terms of politics or i guess political parties if you want to call it that so i stand more with like right wing right leaning libertarianism all right How i'm a libertarian you? i'm a libertarian with more conservative views all right all right the left's coming after you 
probably. Um, I think we can say this. Uh, you got the you got the jab because you were made to by your job, and we'll yes. kind of stop at that. Right. And then you got you got the booster, right? I think you told yep. me today or yesterday. Yep. Um, I I had to get the booster. How's it feel? Uh, I don't feel any different. Um, yeah. So, honestly, <clears throat> vaccines are good. I think that vaccines are good, but I don't like how the government is telling people that they have to get the vaccine. Right. <clears throat> um, for me personally, I think that such a I know, I know it's kind of hypocritical and contradict, like I'm contradicting myself that um, you need to get like the flu vaccine or you need to get like the, like the, your regular, like your kids need their regular booster shots. Because when I say like, oh, the COVID vaccine, um, like the COVID vaccine does this, this, and this. Well, here's the thing about the COVID vaccine. They think that once you get the COVID vaccine, it is a cure-all. And right. that is not how that is not how vaccines work. There's right. always different there's always going to be different variants, like different yeah. strains, like the like the flu. Like we Yeah, the flu is what 60 something. And the flu, we predict what flu strains. We could be wrong, we could be right we predict what flu strains are going to be most prominent each year. And that's the kind of, that's the flu shot variant, I would say, that they come out with and they're like, hey, this is your flu shot. Um, you don't have to get it, but it's highly recommended. Uh, right. Because the, flu, because the flu sucks. Um, and I think it should be the same way with COVID is – Hey, here's this variant. We have a booster, or we have uh, like an updated shot for it. You should get it. It's highly recommended because it sucks to get it, but force you to have it. And I I'll think that right if they would have done that, if they would have approached it like that, do you know how many people they would have got? to jump on board with that. Like it would, this really wouldn't be much of a de like a thing. If that mm -hmm. were the case, the fact that they started mandating it, they started making it a big deal. You've got to get it. You know, it's, um, I mean, I think a lot of that was like right off the tail end of, of, uh, the election and how pissed off people were about the election and the, the mail-in voting, you know, the, the effect of COVID in like this fucking weird fear that came in as if it was like not even like Ebola, but the plague. So you know, this, go ahead. Um, due to my work. Um, right. How about we say that uh, I, I really want to dance around what it is that you do, just like I do with everyone else. Um, <laughs> um, it can we say it's an it's a um, I, I want to say, eh, fuck it. Never mind. I don't, I don't even want to come close. To, I don't even want to come close to it. Dude. So due to my work. Yeah. Um, I've been 
overseas to like Europe to Africa and um, I've helped people over there and I was there like when Ebola was starting to kind of decline um, and my thing is Ebola killed a lot of people mm-hmm. uh, mostly in Africa I will say mostly in Africa right. um, but it did come to the United States and my thing is Ebola is worse and it has a, has a higher transmission rate than COVID. Did it really? It does. Oh, uh, that's Ebola. right. It was like super contagious. And we clocked that down pretty quick. Exactly. And, but, and it here's had the a higher about, death rate too. Here's the, yes, it has a higher it's, death rate. Yeah. And like, it's so much worse. Like, you're in bed for like weeks, like, and you can literally die from bleeding to death out of like your ears, your nose, your mouth, like your Yeah, eyes. I was going to say that, like your guts basically turned to mush inside your body. Like, <laughs> and it's, it's, bad, it's like, I, I know when people, like when Ebola first came out, everyone was like, oh my God, this is the, I think I it was like, that. it was like late 2015, early 2016, people were like, oh my God, it's the apocalypse. Yeah, it was right at the end of uh, Obama's second term. Yeah. The thing. Um, Thank you. Yeah, it was during – it was funny because it was during the election cycle. Interesting. Oh, that's right. I remember somebody doing that where it was like every every election cycle there's a new illness that goes around. Ebola mm-hmm. um, show. <laughs> second one. When did Ebola show up? Um, blah, 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 blah. It was discovered in 1976. Son of a bitch. Yeah, it's old, but um, 2014 to 2016. Yep, you're right on the money. But anyway, what were you saying about it? So, uh, Ebola, like, I don't even, I haven't done my research about it recently, but at the I need to look back into it, but uh, is there is there anything that you see about a uh, vaccine or like anything for that? Because the last time I heard, they hadn't even come close to anything to counteract Ebola. Good, uh, good question. Scusi. Um, and by the way, audience, we were supposed to do this last night, <laughs> and he even asked, like, what did you say? What time or something like that? Yeah. And uh, I had eaten a, an edible gummy <laughs> it knocked me on my ass pretty hard. I uh I woke up I woke up high <laughs> this morning. Uh edibles, dude, they uh they ain't nothing to fuck with, I can tell you that much. Um I am not seeing anything. Here's Ebola in the here's a CDC response. Uh, blah, blah, blah. To prevent cross-border transmission, travelers leaving West Africa were screened at airports. Blah, blah, blah. During the height of the response, CDC trained 24,655 healthcare workers in West Africa um, on infection prevention and control practices. They trained some 6,500 people in the United States. Uh, in addition, capacity was expanded in Guinea, 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 
whatever. Libby, Liber, Liberia, Liberia, Sierra Leone. I know that one. With uh, 24 laboratories able to test for Ebola virus impact. Bubble. No, I'm not seeing any. Uh, holy shit. So Sierra Leone had 8,000, almost nine. Liberia. Liberia. Oh, my God. I really had that hard of a time to say that. <laughs> like, yeah, word. Liberia. Holy shit. And then what's Guinea? Guin uh, G-U-I-N-E-A. Guinea. That is not Ghana. Is that Ghana? No. Ghana is no. G-A-N-A. Ghana is G-H-A-N-A. That's what I meant. <laughs> um, see how cultured I am. <laughs> They're fucking countries. I think, what, I think what you're talking about is Guinea. Guinea. I'm so stupid sometimes. Italy only had one. Mali had eight. Nigeria had 20. Senegal won. Spain won. United Kingdom won. United States, we had four. That's it. Yeah. Like that's it. I um, mean, it it did have a so it had a high transmission rate, but at the same time we did we attacked it. Yeah. Um in such a way that like like during the height of it. Oh. Um yeah. Like there was people that were infected, yes, but uh the you have to – that's what the CDC – those are the CDC numbers, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Um, no, we don't how many trust total, the, control. Does, does it say how many deaths came from uh, Ebola? Um, on their records – let me get down here. Uh, those cases, total number of deaths, 11,323. I'm sorry, 325. That's it. Only 11,000. That was it. That's what they for, said. For one of the most transmittable diseases, viruses in the world. Right. It's like only 11,000 something. Yeah. And how to, and so no vaccine, no vaccine, nothing. How yeah. To, no, sorry. Um, I do see a Ebola vaccine, US uh, FDA. Approved the Ebola vaccine RVSV Zibov on December 19, 2019. That doesn't okay. even cover it. That's so stupid. That's three years later. Right. Um, but moving on from Ebola. Um, yes, sir. Like during the height of the pandemic, right? Um, it was people were genuinely scared and sure. and they kind of had a right to be because at first we didn't know anything about covid um covid was kind of like this mystery disease that came out of well virus whatever that came out of china um but sars isn't like the strain that like the or the strain or whatever that it comes from it we found it in like 2002 or some shit and we've known about it but covid 2019 2020 covid right yeah um that was a different strain 
than what we have now because what what do we have now the delta variant and the most recent one the omicron or whatever fucking the uh decepticon virus yeah <laughs> um, robots are gonna come fucking forming your shit that would be i honestly i honestly believe that um the american people the world as a whole um just needs to kind of look at like our government and ask questions just ask our government questions like instead of instead of following whatever that like the government in the united states is owned by the people and it should be for the people and the people should be asking its government questions and the government I, the government should not be so hesitant about answering the, the questions that the american people have i couldn't agree with you more so i've been shouting that in this podcast for ever so here's something i found funny right um i i i do not condone revolutions or anything like that but it was it was a it was a meme it was pretty funny um mean insurrection right i i don't support insurrections and government coups and stuff like that because that just makes that just makes a country unstable right um but i saw this thing and it said uh something about like (laughs) Um, hold on, let me, (laughs) would you, would you say, what about with a tyrannical government? Did you, did you go away from the microphone? (laughs) Oh, he, I know what he did. He switched like, uh, you know how on your phone you can, um, I you can probably still hear me. Um, when you switch to a different app in your phone off of the anchor one, it stops the mic. <laughs> oh, so. gotcha. No, no, no you're good. Okay. You're good. You're good. I can I can keep carrying on while you're. Um. um so it says. So it says they gave us one thousand two hundred. He went back out. <laughs> I was like, all right, 1,200. Essentially, they it was saying they gave us 1,200 for eight months and no one was rioting. Oh, oh yeah, the some, money. The, uh, the and, and then, right, and no one was rioting and uh, – and then it said, but the French, if their president blinks wrong, they, they throw bathtubs through their window. And <laughs> yeah. I, I commented on that post and I said, the French are terrible at fighting wars, but they're really good at revolutions. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because if you look at, if you look at like the Enlightenment age um, and all that other, oh, I'm about to have to sneeze. Um, all right um if you look at the the enlightenment right 
Oh my gosh. <laughs> Sorry, excuse me. Um, and you also look at the French Revolution. Um, the French were like, I think the last like public guillotine was like, will you look that up real quick? What the last public like execution in France was by guillotine? Oh, look at this. It's like the second, but it, <laughs> oh, in France, get the fuck out. It's number four. When was the last guillotine in France? <laughs> How many people are searching this shit out? Uh, 1981? It, it was oh, wait, like no, that's 40... when they abolished That's when they abolished the death penalty. Pussies. Uh, somehow the last guillotine execution was 1977. It's not that far from it. Holy that's shit. Like, that's like 45, 50 years ago. Yeah. Something like that. Wait a minute. I'm 30. I'm 39. I was in 82, 39, 41, 44, 44 years ago. Right. Holy so it's, it's pretty, like, for world history, that's pretty recent. And um, I don't support, like, insurrections and stuff like that. Um, but in, a, in the case of a tyrannical government, it does say that... Uh, the people do have a right to change their government. Um, I mean, if the people choose revolution, then the people choose revolution. Well, uh, yeah, and the, the point people... is, you, you better fucking win. <laughs> you know what I mean? You better right. win. Because if so, not, you are fucked. So if the people choose revolution, then they choose revolution. Um, right. But if the people choose a vote, like, hey, we want a different government, um, I would say a revolution or insurrection is a little bit extreme, like in, especially in today's society, because we're a lot more civil now. So, I mean, there are some like, like some groups out there, like the, Bo uh, the Boog Boys and stuff like that. Google Boys. That, yeah. Uh, that support that kind of like movement. And that is completely your right as an American. Um, right. <clears throat> I'll be honest. Like I, I know I've heard about the Boogaloo Boys. Um, and I just, I guess I just, I never really looked too far into them. I just kind of assumed that they were a lot like, uh, like the Proud Boys. I like the Proud Boys. Um, as far as I've heard from the Boogaloo Boys, I don't mind them. Um, I almost feel like they're, they're, uh, they're a result of, of Antifa and of, you know, the, the more aggressive side of uh, Black Lives Matter. So what's funny about, it's funny that you mentioned Antifa. What's funny about Antifa is they claim to be, they claim to be anti-fascist, but if you look at how they're ran and you look at the beliefs that they have, it's literally the definition of fascism. Yeah. <laughs> I just think it's so hilarious. I just think yeah. it's so hilarious. Yeah, they are by far the uh, the most um, contradictory of groups that are out there. They're not anti-fascist. Ironic. Yeah, ironic. Sorry. They're not anti-fascist. They're anti-Trump. They're anti-conservative. 
Yeah. Um, yeah. They don't give a fuck about fascism, dude. As long as as long as they're the ones in control doing it. But I mean, that's just like Black Lives Matter. Black Lives Matter doesn't give a fuck about black people. They only give a fuck about power. And, the, and it just it has it has just absolutely set me aside myself that they are that they never bring like you can find actual cases of real uh, abuse by law enforcement on uh, on minorities um, and cases of racial abuse by law enforcement on minorities. You can find that. But they never brought that up. They always used uh, criminals who were in the midst of committing a crime, fighting with the cop, and ended up getting shot and killed as like their example of police brutality on minorities and, and racism, systemic racism. And it's like, you guys are fucking retarded. Everybody can watch these videos and see, oh, yeah, that guy committed a crime. The cops got called to him. In many cases, it was black people who called the cops to come stop this person. And then they fought the cops and the cops had no, <laughs> nothing but the, the, uh, the, the last most severe, um, action to take, which was shooting the motherfucker to get him to quit. Right. But, um, when like I, I support police officers. I do, but, um, in the United States, I will say that I feel like the police have a little bit too much, I wouldn't say power, and I wouldn't say defund the police, but I will say that the police are too militarized. I, I couldn't agree more. Couldn't agree um, more with that. Because why do – why – do police that are supposed to protect and serve um why do they have military vehicles why do they have all of these things that the military has they it it hasn't turned into a police force it's turned into a paramilitary force um and i think that's kind of why people are upset with the police now in the past like five years is because but it also stems from like the police force kind of changed in the 90s because the bush administration needed something because the bush administration needed something to do they were like okay let's start the war on drugs oh. was that and started with the war that started with bush was i thought it was started with reagan Reagan, uh, Reagan and Bush, you know, kind of like together, yeah. like. But wait, Bush, Bush yeah, Bush really. Was his, Bush was his vice VP, wasn't he? Right, and then yeah. Bush like took it into the nineties, and he like, that's kind of what became police states and paramilitary forces. Yeah, and like, and you had, was, I mean, you did have a big outbreak of like gang, um. That Which is I, true. You know, yeah, but I, you know what? I mean, I think it feeds into one another because uh, a large portion of gang activity was drug sales. And when you abolish something, just like we saw with uh, the abolition 
I'm sorry, the, uh, yeah, the abolition of uh, alcohol, um, you saw how it, how it instantly creates a black market. And the black market right. for drugs was a right. massive moneymaker to the point where, go ahead. And, the, and then during the 90s, we also had a surge of um, immigrants coming from Mexico, like the, like the mid-90s to like early 2000s, there was a lot of um, people coming from Mexico. And so that create that within itself just creates a whole black market for like sex trafficking, um, drug trafficking, and um, just like a, a lot of other things, uh, like human trafficking, too. Um, yeah. So when you when you put too much pressure on something it's eventually going to burst mm-hmm. and it's going to get out of hand and then you're going to have to clean up your mess and control it but the thing is we haven't been cleaning up our mess and controlling it our government is just squeezing and squeezing and squeezing and squeezing yeah until the people become upset and then they're like why are the people upset like yeah 30 years yeah. this is 30 years of police like militarized police constantly growing right yeah constantly spreading out into more and more of your rights being taken away <clears throat> here in michigan i don't i don't know if i ever talked to uh, on this on the podcast but um here in michigan we had a, uh, I know we had a law for a while and I don't know if it, if somebody finally stepped up and said, yeah, that's a serious violation of the first amendment. Well, it was, um, there was a law that men couldn't cuss in front of women or children, which I understand the intent behind it, but it's still a massive violation against the first amendment, right? Against freedom a, of speech. Was there a fine or anything? Or oh yeah. Time? I think a fine and jail time. If I, I could be wrong about that, maybe it was like, you know, first offense, second offense or whatever. But um, even that, I mean, listen, I don't like it either. I don't like hearing people cuss around my kids. Um, you know, I try my best not to do it myself. But, uh, you know, that's somebody st- is still their First Amendment right. Like, you think there wasn't cuss words back in the day when they came up with the amendments? You know, you think there wasn't uh, calls to actions and lies and all that other shit? And they didn't specify well you can't you can't lie to congress you can't you know lie to a cop you can't you know freedom of speech but you can't say this you can't say fire in a crowded theater bullshit they knew all of that it's not like it's not like the smartest it's not like the the people who came up with arguably the greatest um pieces and and uh, documents um in human history like were not aware of you know other aspects um they certainly were. So I've been seeing a lot, um, a lot of stuff on conservative TikTok. Um, that like kitties and stuff. That that the um, Constitution cannot be like fucked with, pretty much, and it can. That's why we have all these different amendments, right? Um, but I've also seen like from liberal TikTok 
that there was this video that this guy posted. I think it was like a, a minor kid, right? And he said, um, he said, where do my, there was a question that like, where did his rights stop? Like his second amendment rights stop. Yeah. Um, and he said, uh, absolutely nowhere. Um, it doesn't matter. Uh, it, it doesn't matter. The last woman, child, whatever could die before I give up my second amendment. Right. And to me, I mean, that is a little bit extreme, but at the same time, shall not be infringed is definitely, um, and then they're like, oh, the second amendment, like liberal TikToks, uh, the liberal side of TikTok, their argument is, oh, we can easily amend or change the constitution. We can easily change the second amendment right yes but you have to understand shall not be infringed like which means you can't like you can try and fuck with it but shall not be infringed means you can't really fuck with it right yeah i mean in in both cases they're 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 kind of they're both right in a way right is that i'll take the liberal side first are they right in saying that you know one what is an amendment you know that's the whole point of what it was is that these were changes essentially to the the constitution in the first place which was really a i don't want to say necessarily a derivative of the articles of confederation um but you know each amendment was an additure to the constitution you know all the way up to the 14th amendment and so forth and so on um but that being said it it's supposed to be such an uh ard, ard, it's supposed to be such a hard process to amend the constitution to bring on new um laws which is why i've been you know hissy fitting about the same-sex marriage law and uh fuck what was the what was the most recent one and i keep saying i keep bringing up i can't remember right now but um they aren't you know the same-sex marriage came it's supposed to come up through the lawmakers which is the legislative branch um and then uh they make order right uh no i think the same sex was the judicial branch the judges and they're not supposed to make law so and dude i've talked to it this doesn't really hold water now for the fucking reason that the uh the prosecuting attorney in the um kyle rittenhouse case was from the university of michigan (laughs) but i actually had went up to the university of michigan law school and talked to quite a few of those professors there each time bringing up um that's that exact question which they, it, odd, uh, dude, I did not expect for them to agree with me, but this is, Ann Arbor is a very liberal city. I mean, it's super, it was like back before it was really known, like you'd have like San Francisco and a couple of other places that was well known for being gay that had like the rainbow flags in the windows. Ann Arbor had that too at that time, right? Long before everyone else. So it's super liberal there. And each one of these liberal 
lawyer professors all said the same thing. Yeah, it it wasn't a const. It's not a constitutional law, or it didn't come about through the constitutional process. Therefore, making it an unconstitutional law, which subverts the constitution. When you have people that aren't supposed to be making laws, as in the judges making laws, right? Right. Right. Um, and. <clears throat> I think that the U.S. government has gotten, like, a little bit too comfortable, like, doing things the wrong way. Um, <laughs> yeah, I agree. Uh, Holy shit. And we as Americans should kind of, like, be checking them, like, hey, that's not the right way to do things. I'm not saying, like, here's the thing about, like, liberals, and here's the thing about like super liberals and super conservatives super conservatives are like fuck you we're gonna stage a coup and the liberals are like we're gonna riot until we get what we want and i think in today's civilized society both are wrong due to the fact of we can have a talk but at the same time you have to kind of look at recently how the government has been going and you're like, talks don't fucking work. Um, so we're have to, we're going to have to get after it in a different way. I don't know what that is. I don't have an answer for that, but like, it just seems like talking now, like people are like, Oh, get a hold of you. Like your congressman or whatever. They don't give a fuck. You're a, you're a goddamn citizen. They don't give a flying fuck about you. No, I, I'll agree with that. Um, that, you know, it's such it, the 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 two sides have become so polarized um, that there really isn't much middle ground, you know, and mm-hmm. one side has forced everyone's hand and pulled that Overton window over so far that, you know, so many of the centrists. Um, you know, people who might, I don't know, um, believe in military intervention, but also believe in um, the death penalty, but also believe in abortion, you know, that those guys fucking all of a sudden they're on the right, you know, <laughs> like, OK, you know, this guy that used to think, all right, I'm in the middle of everything. You know, I can see where both sides are right and where both sides are wrong. Well, the left has pulled that window so far over that now those guys are on the right and they're getting canceled. You know, you step out of lockstep with the left, man. It's like, you're fucked. I, I have seen it some on the right too, you know? Um, but when I, I think when one side becomes so hyperpolarized, it causes the other side to follow suit to an effect. But um, if I was putting blame on anyone, uh, it's definitely the left. I, I would ha- would 100% believe it's the left um, who's caused the, the polarization of, of American politics to become what it has. Right. And um, something like, I agree that Trump was a good president. I'm not like, but here's the thing wrong with modern day conservatives. Like they worship Trump like he's a fucking deity. And like he was just this amazing fucking man that stepped out of nowhere and 
changed the United States and made us so goddamn patriotic. I mean, he did a little bit of that. Like he gave some, like he gave the United States like a little bit of morale and uh, things were a little bit better under his government. Um, I have noticed like the government's, policy right now the build back better program or whatever it's that a luckily fucking... just got knocked down just got knocked down by a uh, uh, mansion it is a total fucking disaster yeah the build the build back better program would actually make things like uh i talked to a government analyst about it like a like a broker like an analyst about it Right. A financial analyst. And he said the Build Back Better program would actually make the United States more in debt. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And it would, like, it doesn't work. The bill, like, social program, socialist ideas in the United States will never work. It doesn't matter how how many votes the fucking left will ever get. The United States will never be socialist. The United States will never be communist. They could try really hard for that to happen, but it's never going to happen. You don't think so? I I truly do not think so. I think every conservative, because if conservatives, ex- especially extreme conservatives like the Proud Boys and shit like that, if they say like they're gonna do the things that they're gonna do if the government ever fucks around and finds out, like insurrections <laughs> or stuff like that, yeah. like like if the government like I bet you tomorrow, if the government was like, Hey, we're gonna become communist the con- like conservatives would be all over that shit. I think centrists would be too. Um, I, uh, but let's say, let's say in this, in this scenario, kind of like what's going on right now, given, so I've, I've said it like this, I've said, all right, um, there was a plan in place. Trump fucked up that plan for four years and now they have to make up those four years. So you're seeing more of an escalated approach, but let's say that Trump wasn't, wasn't in, but Hillary was in, I think we would have seen the same slow gradual progress towards um towards communism like we're seeing now like where i believe that that we're seeing it these like the build back better uh bill which is uh an all-out uh approach to communism or socialism which will always breed into communism um yes i don't i don't want to see the country go communist or socialist but Fuck, man, we've got socialists in positions of power. We got we got them in Congress, you know, um, which is easier to get in Congress than it is in Senate. But we we have them. The fucking squads um, in there. You got Bernie dipshit right, Sanders. Like fucking uh, AOC with her tax the rich dress. Um, <laughs> even bitch. though she even though she makes a shit ton of money, she is the rich. Yeah. And people always say, oh. She came from humble beginnings. You know, there's some other politicians that also came from really humble fucking beginnings. Like, yeah. she's not the first one. She's a, like, the thing that boggles me about left-wing liberals is that they'll be, always be like, oh, uh, 
Capitalism is so bad. Stop buying capitalist shit. Yeah. Dude, I have thought about that over the last – I've probably thought about it a good five to ten times within the past two days. I don't know. It's just like it's a thought that goes into my head, you know, which is like why don't you live your – the way that you believe? Like why do you buy iPhones and fucking, you know, uh, Starbucks and and – Like they just think – they just think that like if the country becomes communist or socialist that – their rights they're going to keep the same rights that they have that <laughs> yeah, they're no. going to they're going to be able to have the, have the same things that they have right now and a lot of them are just want they say oh socialism because that's what everybody else like they follow politicians politicians are like socialism and then younger americans are like hell yeah socialism but what they don't know is that and they don't listen to people that come from socialist countries like prior Soviet Union and like Cuba and stuff like that. They're like, uh, socialism is bad. Uh, I barely had food to feed my family and our currency was totally not worth anything. You know, you would think that they would go to a socialist country and live for a bit, you know? Not just go to visit. Like you need to go to live there for a while. You know, I, I would say I'd say two years at the very least. Go somewhere else, live there for a bit. If you really like that type of whatever, you know, live in a couple different places. Especially in, like you said, these liberals, the the overwhelming vast majority of the higher. Mm, don't wanna, I, I don't know if I can classify it as like the higher tier liberals. Certainly, talking heads and shit like that. They're all rich. They come from money. Like they could have went and traveled. You know, mommy and daddy would have paid for them to go, you know, fucking fuck so, around in some other countries. <clears throat> I, as, as a person of color myself, I will say that I, I love talking to liberals and watching their head explode when I say, you have a white savior complex. It's not about I watched this I watched this video and they were talking about black communities, right? And one of them and in the video it was like, Do you think that it's wrong do you think that it's wrong that uh conservatives want to pass a bill saying that uh like people everyone in the United States needs to have a voter ID and people automatically turned it racial and was like oh the black communities what about the black communities and they're like oh well the black communities like and it was all white people that said this shit yeah and they're like oh uh black communities um they don't have uh like the access to those things and maybe (laughs) they don't know and uh people aren't informing them and i'm like and they're like, it's up to us to like uh, tell black people uh, how to do this. And I'm like, you're literally a white savior. That is yeah. literally your comp. Like, you're you scream like racist all day. Like, oh, you're racist, but you don't see the underlying racism that you are literally showing in your statement. Like. 
oh, they need our help. Like it's the, the bigotry of low expectation. Like, right, the black people need our help. And um I, I really I really hate that. It it's oh, kinda dude. it's kinda like it's kind of like what the fucking government said to the Native Americans. Oh, you need our help. Like <laughs> what? No. Yeah. The native the Native Americans didn't need the government's help. Just like the of the other people of color didn't need the government's help. I will admit, though, that there was there was racism towards Mexicans. There was racism towards sure. Asians. Is there still racism towards those groups? Definitely, yes. Is it in such a way that it was like years ago? Negative. No, it is not. Right. Yeah, it's not systemic. Um, you know, it's it's. And that, this is what I'll see on like on the right, right? Is that people will will because because what is your enemy saying? What is the opposition saying? Well, they're saying this, so automatically you want to say no. But you know, something that I've tried to get past to people is that you don't have to do that. And in fact, it's better not to. Like, yes, it sucks to have to agree to a point that makes something look bad. But if you if you don't, if you just, you know, put your fingers in your ears and don't want to hear it, don't want to admit to it, it, it undermines the truth. And the fact of the matter is, yeah, we've had some systemic racism in this country. Um, it hasn't been, at least not in, in what the left will say is systemic racism, hasn't been that in a very long time, decades. However, we do have systemic racism in a much different sense. People used to call it reverse racism right? If it was racist towards white, that's just racism. It's just towards a different group of people. You take something like affirmative action. Now you have to be racist against a white person in order to give a minority a selected seat in whatever area. It's racism. You're, you're choosing race as the defining factor. And that shouldn't be what it is. We should have meritocracy. It should be based off of who the best person is for that position that you can get, you know? Right. I mean, they do it in the, like, fu- they do it in fucking sports. Holy shit. Could you imagine affirmative action the other way around for basketball? And next thing you know, you see this little Asian fella coming out to play. It's no good. Like, you it, know, it shouldn't I'm not matter. All, all Asians are no good. <laughs> it shouldn't matter that Kamala Harris. I don't even know what Kamala Harris's race is. Jamaican dude. She's, she's fucking. Her mom and dad own slaves. It, yes, exactly. Yeah. Yep. Yes, and how about them apples, man? She was also, one of the biggest. One of the biggest. She was a police officer. She was in law enforcement. Yeah, and she incarcerate. She incarcerated. Like she was in charge of like some bill or whatever that incarcerated black men. Yeah, for to, weed. Like to the high to the highest degree. And then like the liberal like side of the United States is like, go you, you're a powerful female boss queen, whatever. Like <laughs> Queen. <laughs> yeah. It shouldn't matter it shouldn't matter that she's a female. It shouldn't matter that she's a person of color. Who is more qualified? 
Would I like to see more representation for Native Americans in uh, the government? Yes. Would I like to see more African Americans in the government? Yes. Would I like to see um, just more people of color in the government? Yes. I don't care if you're Sikh. I don't care if you're Christian. Hell, I don't care if you're like if you're a Satanist. Are you I don't care about your religion. I don't care who you go to bed with that night. I don't care if you own guns or hate guns. I don't care if you love weed or hate weed. Are you qualified for the job and are you gonna make the United States good? Are right. you gonna pass bill are you gonna pass bills that are for the people? And here's the th- here's another thing. The, I think a lot of people are forgetting that the majority is always going to rule. If the majority votes on something, if the majority votes on something, right, like bills or whatever, we have a say in, oh, hey, uh, we, the government's like, hey, we want to do this. Oh, all right. Uh, yeah, let me, uh, let's vote on it right quick. And then the people vote and they're like, all right, this is passed. And people are like, no, we don't like that. Um, so the majority is like, okay, uh, the minority doesn't like that. So, um, in a couple of years, we're going to see how it plays out and then we're going to take another vote two years into the presidency and see what kind of new laws we either want to get rid of or add to. And that's the, that's the beautiful thing about our government is the way that it works. But people now just want authority. If the, especially the liberal side, excuse me, (laughs) damn, Especially the liberal side of the United States, they're like, it's my way or no fucking way. Yeah. Well, and I mean, a dangerous thing to to play with in in terms of like them getting like, say the left getting the amount of power that they're getting is that the overreach that they're trying to get the government never gives back power. I shouldn't say never. For the most part, the government never gives back power. Um, and that's kind of asinine to even say it that way. Um, we did get back the get away from the lockdown, sort of. I mean, some states still kind of stayed in some kind of a pseudo lockdown for a while. Um, so we did get some of that back, uh, more so because they, because they fucked the economy so bad, um, which in its, its own way was pretty um, – tyrannical but if you think about like what look at what happened after 9-11 now how old are you i'd rather not say (laughs) all right well you're younger than me um do you remember ever going to the airport and being able to like let's say you're dropping somebody off at the airport do you remember walking them to the terminal yes well after 9-11, here comes T- the TSA, and now you can never do that again. We lost that. 
and we're not getting it back. The TS, they're not, they're not getting rid of the TSA or they're not diminishing so, their role either. So here's the thing about the TSA. The TSA was created after 9-11. And so since we're done with the war in Iraq and Afghanistan on a major theater level, uh, get rid of that one, what, what is it, the Patriot Act or whatever? Patriot Act and the Freedom Act both came yeah. out. Get rid of them. Get, yeah. Get rid of them. They're unconstitutional. Get rid of them. Couldn't agree more. Like, there's there's no reason to have them. Yeah. Get rid of them. There's a whole bunch of laws that there's no reason to have them. <laughs> Fuck out. Um, Tulsi Gabbard, by the way, uh, when you're talking about Kamala Harris and uh, the law that she, I can't remember what the law was. Um, she cracked Kamala Harris on uh, putting in black men over weed and then turning around to uh, joke about smoking weed and listening. Remember she was saying that she smoked weed and listened to Tupac, but Tupac wasn't out yet because she was in college when she said she had done it. That's what cracked her on that one. But uh, how about this? Let me ask you this because we talked about the police. We've talked about the government and their overreach and, and, uh, and powers and what have you. How would you say, uh, certainly in terms of law enforcement and how militarized they've become, how would you say to fix that? And, and you'd say your thing. I'll, I'll give you what I think and then see what we have to say about that. So I think in fixing the militarization of the government, I mean, not the government, uh, the militarization of the police, um, police need to be trained longer. Um, I know that like there's some academies out there that are eight months long, nine months long. Uh, I, I know there's an academy um, where I live that is 11 months long. And some people would disagree that, oh, wow, that's really long to become like become a police officer. Uh, and some people are like, that's too short. And Honestly, I would I would have to agree that it is way too short because you wouldn't trust a nurse to do the things that a nurse does without proper training, correct? Correct. And like just like soldiers, you would not trust a soldier to go overseas without the proper training. And if the soldier's chain of command feels like he is not properly trained, he's not going to do that. So I feel like the same thing needs to happen within the police. The police have too much influence in the law. Like... People are like, oh, the police are the law. No, they're not. You're saying that, like, where the police starts, my rights stop? Right. And I love, I love police officers, okay? I understand that in a modern society, we need police. I just don't think that we need police to govern like be able to govern, be able to like 
have just have the powers that they have. I think my my way of fixing it do it goes it's pretty damn similar. Um, my answer is change the law. If we if there were to be a law that you can't have a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, there'd be a lot more police busting down doors and arresting people and beating shit out of them for eating a peanut butter jelly sandwich at their house. So likewise, in terms of what the police can do, and and I think that you're you're because when you first said it, I was like, oh yeah, I guess I have heard of like police reform, law reform, or police reform, or whatever you want to call it. Um, no, I think that's a, that's right. Certainly with the amount of laws that we have, but I've said it time and time again on this, um, that there's too many laws on the books in the first place, let alone for any quote unquote law enforcement officer to know all of those laws and to enforce them. And many times the abuse can come from a police officer having a bad day, pulling somebody over, or whatever it may be, and coming up with a law. Because guess what? More than likely, there's going to be a law that he can just kind of bend to apply to that person because he's having he's having a shitty day or he's mistreated or, you know, they said something he didn't like or something to that effect. And that's not what the police are supposed to be there for. Now, as I say that, I am not in the same camp as most libertarians. I'm an independent. I lean pretty fucking hard towards libertarians. Um and especially like the right side of libertarianism. Um, but I just can't see if like, I'd really want to sit down with somebody like Dave Smith or Michael Malice who outright want to get rid of police altogether. Now I'm fine policing myself. I'm if we were to get rid of the police, I wouldn't be terribly upset in the sense of worrying constantly because I've got a gun and know how to use it. I know how to handle myself. Um, however, I do certainly see the benefit of having deterrence such as law enforcement. And I don't think that I'd want to abolish them because I don't know who's going to go out and investigate crimes for people that can't afford to pay for a private police um, company to go in and, and investigate, you know, somebody that went missing or a rape case or something to that effect. You know, there's a lot of other parts of law enforcement that people forget about certainly left when it comes to, um, you know, crimes against other people. And, and, uh, but I think when it comes to the abuse of powers, if you limit their, their scope and you limit their ability to abuse those powers, right. Fucking make laws a little bit more simple. You know, they're passing, they're passing fucking bills in Congress um, and Senate that are fucking thousands upon thousands of pages long. You have somebody like Nancy Pelosi that gets up there and famously says, um, in order to know what's in the in the bill, we have to pass it first, which is so fucking stupid. That's like taking a test uh, first and then covering the material. It doesn't make any fucking sense because it's wrong. <laughs> right. Um, you know? So move, moving on from like the police state. Um, yes, I will always I will always support the police. Um, just not as like I will never have a blue like a blue striped flag outside my house. That just will never happen for me. But I will always support police officers. Um, but I feel like 
the right and left wing United States, they're like, oh, uh, Black Lives Matter, um, socialism, and uh, like they're aggr- both sides are aggressive. They're like, oh, what? like so. If the left yells Black Lives Matter, the right automatically yells Blue Lives Matter, Police Lives Matter. Um, and they're like, oh, socialism, oh, capitalism, like. And I think that we've got like, and the government loves that shit. They love. seeing us the american people divided due to the fact of it gets them more money get some more money get shit passed in the middle of the night <sighs> divide and conquer man it's, it's tried and true um, but moving on from like the police moving on from uh like ebola covid stuff like that um I want to get into the Grizzly Maxwell case. That's a hard name to, uh, to uh, is it enunciate, pronunciate? <laughs> is it Gislane? Is it Giz- Gislane? Is it, it's, how did I hear it the other day? It was like Ghislaine, I think is how oh, some people have pronounced it. Yeah, it's the Ghislaine Maxwell. I don't know how to say her fucking name. Yeah, uh, that, that well, bitch. That that pedophile yeah Um, she's terrible so um it doesn't have a lot of media coverage due to the fact that it is a federal case the thing about kyle rittenhouse the reason it got so much attention was it was a state case um it wasn't a federal case in this in her case it's federal um the American people should definitely know about it because we deserve to know what's going on, especially, but here's the thing. I've seen a lot of things about, Hey, she's only probably going to get probation due to the fact of she listed a shit ton of like high profile people within our government, within other people's government, within Hollywood, like celebrities and uh, like Epstein's flight log came out and everybody in Hollywood freaked the fuck out. They're like, oh my God, my name's on that shit. Yeah. And, like Bill Gates was like, oh, holy shit. Um, you didn't see that. And I feel like we, the American people, should be asking more questions like, so what uh, senator or celebrity why were you on a pedophile's flight log to his private island that they found out he was sex trafficking children why why were you there what right. were you doing um i'm trying to pull this up by the way as we're talking about it um all the names of the people who flew on it uh it did come out when did it, it was recently? Uh, it, I mean, this it, has it been came new. out in twenty. It came out in twenty twenty. Epstein's flight log came out during the pandemic in twenty twenty, and it was kind yeah. of overshadowed due to the pandemic. I, yeah, I, isn't that weird how that worked out? By the way, and, quick pause. Um, what did I tell you, dude? Does it feel like we've been talking for an hour? 
Right. No. <laughs> um, but so Epstein's flight log came out like I think it was like April, somewhere around there, like the middle of the year uh, last year. And uh, also, a lot of people don't know this. Tom Hanks, he was on the he was on Epstein's flight log. Him and his wife freaked the fuck out that they were on Epstein's flight log, and oh, they left the United States. Uh, they left the United States, and they are now citizens of Greece. They are no longer citizens of the U.S. Did that actually um, happen? I remember talking about yes. that. Yes, he is a citizen of Greece now. He is no longer a citizen of the United States. Weird. Weird, Tom. That's a real weird thing to do, bro. Tom right. Hanks. Uh, where? Greece? Greece. Yeah. Oh, it's right here. Greece citizenship. <laughs> Why did Tom Hanks get a Greece, Greek citizenship? TheSun.com. Fact check. Tom Hanks is Greek citizen. But pedophilia, that's USA Today. But, <laughs> dude, this is the title of these stupid fuckers. USA Today, a very liberal, left-leaning um, news source. <laughs> the title of this shit says this. Fact check. Tom Hanks is now a Greek citizen, comma, but pedophilia has nothing to do with it. Dude, what the fuck? Why would you even put that in the title, man? <laughs> uh, okay, so I'm pretty certain now, if I wasn't before, that pedophilia has everything to do with it. Right. Um, so, did you, did you ever hear about Cappy? Who's who the fuck is Cappy? Yo, dude, that's gonna lead you down a whole fucking rabbit hole. Cappy was an actor who who starred in uh, a couple of that didn't star, but he he um he was a whatever you call it, background actor, not background actor, but he was, a he had small parts in some pretty major uh, films and he came out. Fuck. When did his, his name's Isaac Cappy with a K. Uh, Isaac Cappy. Um, and he, well, he's dead now. Um, he came out a few years back, dude. And uh, just started fucking letting loose. So, yeah, he was in Thor. He was in Terminator Salvation. He was in Breaking Bad. I don't even remember him in Breaking Bad. I, I think I know movie. who you're talking about. Yeah. So, um, um so do you know the? Uh, he was a popular artist, and he died by suicide. Apparently, uh, Avicii. Yeah. So. Yeah, the Cappy, Cappy Avicii, and. Chester Bennington from Lincoln Park, right? There's one more you missed. Robin Williams? No, lead singer of uh, Audio Audio Slave. And uh, fuck, what's his name? Him and Chester Bennington were best friends, and uh, yeah. they started that they were, uh, group they were to have a documentary. Yeah, documentary, but they also started a like a not a boys and girls club, but something to that effect where like they were saving. Right people kids who were victims of sex slavery and so a bunch of they found a bunch of high profile celebrities doing that shit chris cornell and, yes and um it and i also think robin williams is in on the mix 
um, because he was doing something good guy. He was doing something to that effect. And it's just funny how all these people died by suicide. But there was an autopsy report that I had read um, a few years back about Chester Bennington and how he died. And they're like, this was most definitely someone killed him. And his wife was even like, someone killed my husband. Like, Chester didn't have anyone that hated him, but he he did. He had high level celebrities, high level politicians that were looking that found out that came up on their he came up on their radar, and they're like, oh shit, he's gonna expose me. Um, for these high level celebrities and politicians that are on Epstein's flight log, and we know that Epstein was a major pedophile and Ghislaine Maxwell is a major pedophile. Yeah. Um, wh- why are the American people not asking more questions? Like, what is going to come of these celebrities? What are go- what is going to become of these politicians? Um, I just feel like Americans are so uninformed because we rely so much on either CNN or MSNBC or Fox News. <clears throat> And we're not we're not paying attention to the shit ourselves. Um, yeah, and I really hate that for us. Yeah, well, you know, because we've become so blind and so dependent on the government, and that's what they want. Frankly, that's what they want. Yeah, well, especially when they control the narrative, when they have control oh. of all the institutions, uh, the entertainment industry, academia news i mean the overwhelming vast majority of news channels are all left-leaning uh and they all beat up on fox news not that i'm a fan of fox news i mean i'm a fan of tucker carlson um and and like two or three others on that that network but um that's it i mean you have one american news but not a lot of people have them nor know about them so it's really fox news up against msnbc cnn uh, abc nbc msnbc all of them you know um, and they control it. They have, and not just that, dude. Especially with the the entertainment industry. I mean, you're talking movies, TV, music, uh, uh, sports. You know, that's that's a, what you were saying right there. It's a massive thing to distract people from what's actually going on. <clears throat> and you're right. It's it's sickening to know how many people don't know dick about. I mean, when you when you how many people uh, when Kyle Rittenhouse happened. You know, the amount of people that didn't watch the fucking video and just went with what they were reading in 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 the in the uh, title of articles and shit was sickening. It was disgusting. There was the independent, I think, is what it was. Was it the independent, or it was something to that effect, um, or something similar? Uh, they said that he shot three black men. What the fuck? He. Dude, if you only watched the video, you so, you could not go away thinking, oh, he murdered people. It was like he's running for, from these people. How do you call that murder? That's a weird fucking reverse psychology you got going on there. Uh, but what you were right. saying is uh, is correct. Uh, this was back in the day. I can't even see what um, year it was. But police have reportedly launched a murder investigation into Chester Bennington's death. 
with insiders believing it is extremely likely the Lincoln Park frontman was killed in eerily similar circumstances to his friend uh, Chris Cornell. Uh, they talked about uh, medical examiner's office confirmed the 401 year old new metal icon was found dead, but refused to provide details. And then there was uh, suspicious circumstances confirmed, and the detectives, um, investigators believe that the death of Cornell and Bennington uh, were linked. Parallels between the two deaths were astonishing. Um, blah, blah, blah. So you were right again, dude. I like it when uh, when my guests come on and they fucking, they're on point. So in closing, um, I do want to have one more talk because Glenn Maxwell, we still don't know what's going on. Oh, one more, dude. We're going to um, keep doing this. Um, so what would you say the most likely outcome right now is between Russia and Ukraine and Belarus and NATO and China and Taiwan. Oh, man, I don't even know how I would. Oh, that's a hard one. Um, I don't know. I, I see NATO pushing. I don't see. I see all the all of the entities that are against Russia. I see them constantly pushing. I see Russia wanting to take over the Ukraine. They believe that that's theirs. Joe Biden has deep ties in Ukraine. Um, I don't know. I just see, I keep seeing people push, especially, you know, here in the States, uh, seeing our own uh, Congress and, and senators uh, running their mouth. Um about Putin and it's like dude this this is somebody could we win that war I I so, hope so did you see did you see uh there was a there was like a high official in the Russian government that called for the kidnapping of an American uh of American Democrat senator <laughs> because he because that. it because he spoke out about Russia and he literally tagged the Russian uh, official on Twitter and said, fuck around and find out. No shit. I mean, he, and he's a, he's a veteran too. He's a uh, prior service Marine Corps. And then a bunch of other prior service senators and government officials were like, I got your six bro. And like, I'll back you up. Like, uh, you have my help and stuff like that. And uh, like the Russian official was like, we should be kidnapping these people. Uh, fuck the U.S. government. Um, and then it was so funny that the U.S. government official was just like, fuck around and find out, bro. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I don't know. To, to answer your question, I mean, and I hate to, I hate to be passive about it. Um, I, I guess if, if I had to say what I think would happen, that there wouldn't be war in with Russia. And I only say that because I know that there's always a lot of posturing. Um, I think Russia knows that it, a war against the United States is not great that, you know, there's been a lot of people who have pushed 
um, I think publicly uh, others to side against Russia. Um, I don't see them having a lot of support against, you know, an entity as large as NATO. Um, that being said, man, you know, people need to not, people have really got to, to op- expand their possibilities in their brains uh, that Russia and China might fucking team up. And that is not a team that you want to take on. Those are two. No. Uh, that's number two and number three right there. And you can pick which is number two, number three in the world superpowers those motherfuckers can fuck some shit up and right. you know there's a lot of people that that just don't put those two together in in thinking of war and it's like they're right next to each other they might <laughs> you know you can't rule that out um and that's certainly and something that even nato would have a hard time with so so nato um the general like the nato general he said that nato has no obligation to protect ukraine from russia and he's right okay um the u.s has no obligation to protect ukraine or nato doesn't have an obligation to protect ukraine from russia no um i think as americans we kind of like we just got out of one of the worst conflicts and one of the worst put together conflicts yeah. In our hist in our history other than Vietnam. Right. Um and I think we need to kind of reestablish ourselves and we kind of need to take a fucking laissez faire stance like they used to. Um I forgot what president that was back in the early nineteen hundreds. Yeah, fucking um the that came with laissez-faire was it was it teddy roosevelt that took a laissez-faire stance um no i think it was i think it was calvin coolidge that was about laissez-faire i'm spelling it wrong first off there is laissez-faire um military approach Approach from the U.S. Character development of U.S. Army leaders. Character development. Fuck off with your character development. I don't know. Approach the economy. Approach this. I get what you're saying. Um, I can't remember. Like I want to. I want to say it's what's his name during World War II, but. They knew about they knew they wanted um, Japan to hit Pearl Harbor so that they could get in, even though they did take the approach prior to that, saying that they didn't want to get into the into the war. Right. It's just like, cool, um, man. As far as I'm concerned, when it comes to Russia, fucking let them do what they're going to do. Why? Why is it any of our business? You know, that's my take on it. Why is any anybody else's business our business? I don't like it because it's taxpayer dollars. It's us having to go deal with somebody else's shit, you know. I I get not wanting to let you know um, a country just take over all the other countries. I get that, but you know that's a conflict between two like countries we, right next to like, each other. We have we have NATO for a reason, yes, but America pays the highest amount in NATO. Oh yeah, 
Like, we fund the fuck out of NATO. And all the other NATO countries, that's something that Trump was, like, hitting on other NATO countries for. He's like, why the fuck is America giving so much money to NATO and you fuckers aren't giving shit? Yeah, he was threatening to get out of it until they started paying their fair share. I mean, if for all these and fucking then everybody and then around. everybody was like, "Oh, holy shit! Oh, fuck! Uh, America's yeah. gonna leave NATO!" Like, so and I'm I like, "Yeah, do it, do it, fuck around and find out." I, I think, don't give a fuck. I think in the case of China and Taiwan, though, um, here's the thing about China: everybody under underestimates China. Because they're like, oh, China, the CCP, they're communist, whatever. Dude, they have a fucking developed army. They just got new weapons. They just got new weapons systems. They aren't – like, it used to be China didn't use body armor. They use fucking body armor now. Like, they have all – like, it wouldn't be us going against fucking farmers and shepherds in the fucking yeah. mountains of Afghanistan anymore that bear that don't wear any body armor like it would be us going against a conventional warfare like yeah it would be conventional warfare it would be conventional fucking tactics they have equally they they're pretty close to our size aren't they if not bigger in terms of um uh, human bodies China's a little bit bigger. Yeah, because we what do we have three million, and then they have like three and a half or something like that. I don't know the number off the top of my head, but it's a I, we have a lot. Number. We have a lot. They have a lot. So does Russia. We have big weapons. So, they have big weapons. Right, and the triad that people don't understand is the triad that would come from that is it would literally be North Korea, Russia, China. Yeah, yeah. Has a big ass fucking yeah. army. Who wants to fuck with that? I don't want to fuck with that. So people are like, and so that's why we have NATO is so shit like that doesn't happen. Like, so the people in the Soviet Union were like, "Hey, the Warsaw Pact," and then people in the West were like, "Hey, NATO." Yeah. And what's funny is Russia <laughs> mockingly tried to join NATO. <laughs> 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 Like, as a joke, they were like, hey, let's see if we can join NATO. <laughs> like, let's see if we can join the thing that is against us. Trolling, and trolling NATO, before trolling was a thing. And then NATO was like, what the fuck? This is against you. No. <laughs> uh, fuck, man. Um, <clears throat> those fucking goofy Russians, man. They, uh, but, they're scary. I'll say that much. Do you see? I I did a thing on. I think I did a video on it. Yeah, because I covered the. Uh, you remember when when America put out out their promotional military shit? They did the CIA, and then I think they did the the uh, um, army, and it was like this fucking animated hunky dory fucking, but like woke female oh, like, bullshit. I have, like like I have two moms. Um, yeah, yeah. Whatever. And China whatever. and Russia put out theirs and it was like we're fucking badass we'll kill everything you know what i mean it's like oh shit oh no oh fuck i think we, I think we might not win <laughs> like shit uh fuck optics or something and um i just yeah i, I, I don't understand 
I um no, I don't, I don't want anything to do with 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 fighting other people's wars and getting involved in their shit. And even like the Ukraine and whatnot. I mean, it's it's like yeah, that sucks, but fucking you know, people have been doing this shit for forever. You know why? Why can't we let those other why can't we let Europe deal with it? You know, and we just stay over here. Yeah, I get exactly. I get packed like stupid shit, but like you know we should be able to trust. We should be able to trust our NATO allies. You'd think so. To, we should be able to trust our NATO allies to. Uh, so Biden, they asked him. They're like, if invades Ukraine, would the U.S. go to war? He's like. The U.S. will support the war because guess what? There's when there's war, there's money, um, and that's like the inflation right now in the United States. The war with Russia or China, the war with Russia or China, would definitely help us come out of inflation. I forgot about so that he, dude. until so you he, said that just now. He said that um, he's like. Uh, we're not going to directly be there, but we'll support it. Like He's like, we'll be support, but we're not going to directly be like, hey, we're going to send troops over there. Um, but yeah, we'll support it because guess what? There's money in war. I will tell you this is that I did hear like the, the responses from the White House did. I know this sounds for my listeners. It sounds a little odd coming from me, but I did feel better when I heard them talking about it because they were saying more so their first approach would be economic penalties and things like that. And I'm like, okay, all right, fucking, that's what I've always wanted, you know? And, and I mean, take, take Israel, right. And how much fucking money we give them. Um, I think we should cut them off. I think we should be done with international fucking, you know, getting involved with other people's shit. Um, but I think, you know, the, the, the way to do it without having to have military intervention is, Fucking just stop doing business with them. You're the superpower of the world economically. Everybody depends on you. The fucking dollar is the shit. Fucking do it that way. Why do we need to get people on the ground? But like you said, a lot of money comes comes out of war. You know, right. it's a big money maker for them. So that and that, as you said that, dude, I just remembered. I hadn't thought about it, and that actually worries me. Because uh, you're right, the inflation rates up quite a bit. We're uh, we're struggling because we just shut down our fucking economy for a year, um, and uh, that would be a pretty easy fix for the government yeah. to decide. You know what? Fuck it. Let's just go to war. Let's let's get this money. <sighs> yeah. So, oh, and and uh, to to what you were saying earlier about. Um, China's military advancements and and uh, what all, uh, yeah, they just got a whole bunch more shit too, because uh, now they're doing dealings over with them uh, them fellas in uh, Afghanistan. <laughs> yep, yep, I saw that. <laughs> they just got a whole bunch of our shit, dude. <laughs> now yep. they're reverse engineering it. Fuck, way to go, way to go, Biden. Right. Why didn't you just fucking mail it to him, dude? <laughs> it probably would have made him happier. So, yeah. Fuck, this was fun, man. We got to do this more. Deal? I agree. I agree. Did you have fun? I did. Good. I, um, yeah, we, uh, my buddy Bentley, we tried to put one out the other day. We had all sorts of fucking trouble. And I was kind of worried about it with you because you haven't been on here yet. Um, 
fuck, we couldn't get it going. And then it just shut off. Can't remember at what point, but it just shut off. And we, we, so we had some tech, tech difficulties with that, but me and him are going to do a episode again. Um, and then I got to get, I got to get our, our homie, uh, DB Cooper on here and, uh, and then you and fuck keep expanding, man. This is fun shit. Yeah. Uh, but see, I mean, I, I know that we kind of just like talk things like off the top of our head next time we'll be a little bit more prepared, but, um, that's how, how I do everybody. You, how many viewers did you have tonight? Oh, I don't know. This I haven't published it yet, so we're we're just recording. Oh. It only allows me to record. I can't go live with it. Um, oh, gotcha. Like I can't do a live broadcast with it. And then um, once I'm, I'm done, then I'll I'll uh, I'll publish it and uh, and let is, you know. Is there comments on? Are you able to comment on your podcast? Um, uh, people can comment on the podcast on like all the places that it's on. So it's on everything. It's on uh, Apple iTunes. It's on. Um, the bleacher i'd have to i'd have to go off of this i i can text you a screenshot of what all it's on but it's on uh, stitcher it's on um fuck what's the thing that i use spotify it's on uh i think it's on does pandora no i don't think pandora does uh podcast but it's on everything um yeah so and they can go you know to whatever whatever thing they listen to me on and uh leave comments there my uh <laughs> My iTunes, my iTunes, I got a lot of haters on that one. <laughs> uh, but whatever, I don't give a fuck. I'm doing a podcast here now. I've actually, um, I'll try and see if I can send you. I've had some people that uh, have uh, been inspired. Um, I don't want to say necessarily, I don't like saying like inspired by me, but just that, you know, this, this turd burglar like me can get on here and do this. And then uh, they started doing it themselves. So that was pretty fucking cool. Um yeah. So, but uh, I got some cool listeners. Oh, fucking! Uh, oh, well, you haven't met Bentley, but uh, Bentley, um, he got he went back to doing um, a podcast. He used to be on the radio and stuff. And, uh, I thoroughly enjoy listening or uh, talking with him. He's uh, he's got some wisdom. So cool. Yeah. Um, I really appreciate you having me on here, and. Oh, fuck uh, yeah, dude. I look forward to coming back. Damn straight. Damn straight. We'll have you on again. Um, but yeah, next time we'll come in. This time was just introductory. So it's just, uh, right. you know, let the cards fall as they may. Or the chips. Cards? What's wrong with me? Um, and then next time we'll come a little bit more prepared with some other fun stuff. I'm going to start covering, um, fuck, what was the one thing? Uh, I was looking into the Trilateral Commission. And then I'm going to get into the uh, Council on Foreign Relations um, start getting into the nitty gritty of these guys because uh, I think that that's some pretty important stuff that people are forgetting about. Some of these big fucking think tanks that have a lot of power. Um, right. And kind of, you know, hitting on the conspiracy theory side of things, which you and me, or conspiracy research, you and me have had some talks about. And um, mm-hmm. I think you'd have some fun with those too. So uh, something, something that is really close to me and matters to me a lot that I would like to talk about next time is what's going on in Canada with the uh, Wet'suwet'en people? Um, oh, okay. They're they're, they're a native group in Canada, uh, part of the First Nations over there, and the RCMP, the 
Royal Canadian Mounted Police um, yeah. are protecting a company, an oil company that is building a pipeline off. Oh my gosh. Uh, excuse me. That is building a pipeline on their native land. And they arrested 14 people for destroying barricades so trucks and stuff like that can net, uh, can can't get through to the pipeline so workers can't get to the pipeline and it's unfortunate that things like that are still happening to indigenous people in america today yeah yeah um a big thing that i've man it just it it fucks with me of course anytime i ever hear of like sex trafficking or or human trafficking it fucking bothers me um, which is uh, such a pet peeve I have, not a pet peeve, but such a problem that I have with the left because, you know, you'll hear them, like you said earlier, talk about, you know, racism and this, that, and the other, but they will, they fucking never talk about the ongoing actual slavery today in all over the world, you know? Um, and it really seems like they don't have the fucking care in the world for, for sex trafficking that's happening here in the United States. Um, and a big thing, that's never brought up is the amount of um, women who go missing uh, from reservations. Yep. It's like yeah, yeah, number one, is, number one yeah, in the we'll, nation. We'll definitely, we'll definitely talk about that next time too. Yeah. So but, very good, man. Um, thanks. Uh, I'm a piece out of here, but thanks for having me on. Thank you so much for coming on, dude. I appreciate you. For for everybody that doesn't know him, now you do. Kanoska Swiftwater, my homie. I had a good time with you, buddy. All right, brother. Thank you. All right, man. You bet. Take care. Bye. And until next time, be accountable, be responsible, don't be a liberal.